How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to the Little Things with Mitch. And Jake. Jake. Holy smokes, it's been a, a minute. I like to say that a minute. I don't feel like I'm from South Dakota when I say it's been a minute. <laughs> How you doing? Living the dream, Mitch. Now that's a saying I know you know. Uh-huh. Um, it has been a minute since we've been on. I looked and we last posted our interview with Holly Hoffman back in October. So I feel like a lot's been going on, but it's been kind of a, a, uh, a busy season. And we always kind of take a little break after we wrap up a season, but really, really excited to dive into season five, which is crazy. I'm excited too, but how are you doing, brother? Good, man. Um, you know, obviously summer's now over since the last time, you know, we were in October and just kind of getting into the Christmas holidays. So I'm excited to jump back on with you and, and reconnect. It's been, it's been a couple months and looking forward to the conversations that we're going to have. And it's been really cool, uh, hearing things in between, I've went out and spoke a few times and just the following continues to grow. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's super cool. And it's, it's interesting how you just bump into random people and they bring up the podcast, right? And some uh, listen to the last couple of episodes. Others start from episode one, which was back in 2019 now. So it's just kind of crazy how people catch on and it's cool to hear from people. And I know you mentioned you had a gig out in Wisconsin specifically, and, and we started to gain a lot of traction out there too. So it's just neat. Shout out to our followers on, you bet. on that. And, and it's just it's just neat to hear from you guys. So please continue to reach out. As we uh, go forward here, um, we do want to send a special shout out to this season sponsor, which is, uh, again, the South Dakota Army National Guard. They've been huge supporters for us, right? Um, the South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its missions. And the mission is to provide combat capability to the warfight, security for the homeland, and provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us here at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. The question of the day and the theme of Season 5 is what is something you are most proud of? Mitch, take it away. We're going to answer that question at the end. We can't just start off with that. But just the first things I think of when something you're most proud of, I think of people's values, you know, your foundation, where you're coming from, where you're leading from, why why you're making the decisions that you're making. There's a lot to that question. Like it tells the the story. You know, all these other answers in this are, are kind of where where kids are at right now, what they're dealing with. But like what are you most proud of? You get to know that answer. Uh, from the people that you're working with, that you're working for, that that you surround yourself uh, with people, like you can you can really get on someone's side and, and help them out and and really understand where they're coming from. So, a huge question to answer, and it changes and it defines it tells the story of the person. 
uh, that that's in front of you that's telling you what they're most proud of. So really cool. Excited to dive into this question throughout this season because we're really going to unwrap unwrap a lot. Well, I think it, what's cool about this season is going to be that question. And you said something there that kind of sparked a thought. And you said we all know what that is. And I'm kind of curious. I, I don't know that we take the time to really know or reflect on the things that we are really proud of, right? So I think we'll talk about that a little bit. And some of the seasons that we've had, you know, like what is one thing you want to do before you die? You know, what is one thing that you have given up on, right? Like those are a few of the previous seasons. This one is interesting because I think it shines a light on just like taking some time to actually talk nice about yourself, right? Think nice about yourself. And, and I'm sure we'll dive into a lot of that, but just really, really excited about that. Well, and what we do, does the, uh, it, yeah, and I, I do want to jump in and interrupt you. And yeah. It's not only that we just don't think about it, we don't tell people. Like right. if, if someone close to us is doing good things and, and really helps us out, uh, you know, we can be proud of a lot of different people, but geez, we just don't say it. You know, we have no problem telling, you know, the girlfriend that we met and been hanging out with for three months that we love them. But, you know, we, we really struggle as humans to, to say that we're proud of someone. It's vulnerability. You know, it always gets back to that. But I, I just wanted to touch on that. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's, that's a great point. And that's kind of where I was going with it anyway. And to kind of piggyback off that a little bit, Mitch, um, this question poses a lot of different things. And one that really, really comes to mind is how does this change right and the way I ask that is obviously you wrote the book um, as people know and these were coming from high school students right and I'm just curious what how that perspective looks like for the student obviously that answers these questions that we'll get into in these coming episodes but also how that changes over time like what you're proud of and how that changes want to get kind of your thoughts revolving around that and it does it changes immensely um Every person's different, and what they experience is is a completely different thing. You know, there's some people that have went through, you know, overcame huge, huge mountains that some people will never have to overcome in their entire lives, and they're trying to get it done by middle school, high school. So, you know, to downplay that's probably not terribly wise, but we do. We do all the time. We just say, you know, high school's, for the most part, there's not a lot going on. You know, you and I are fortunate enough that we were from pretty supportive families, and we had everything we needed, a good good support system, good friends. Uh, a lot of kids aren't that lucky. Um, so something they're proud of um, can stem from middle school, high school. You know, you get to be about 40, 50 years old. You're doing good things. You're, you've got a good steady job, a nice family that you come home to and that you love. And it wasn't that easy. It was never that. It was people don't have that growing up. Some people don't have that growing up. So to look back and say, you know what? I didn't have that. I knew I needed that and I've developed that. And now I show my kids like, holy smokes. I mean, what a, what a cool deal, uh, to, to grow into. So it changes. Um, I look at some of the high school stuff and not, not deep. Uh, some of it's pretty, you know, yeah, we look at it now, you know, I got the opportunity to get all of these answers, not just the seven that made the book. Um, so you get to see some of them and it, and some of them are pretty shallow. I hate to say it, but, but to them, that's huge, right? They're going to eventually get older and, and overcome some big things and, and really find some things to be proud of. But at that time, it's the biggest things in their life. And, um, 
that's cool. Like the vulnerability in this this question and this whole season is going to be awesome. So you're telling me, Mitch, that you weren't this philosophical back in high school at, at Northwestern High? Is that what you're telling me? I tried to be. I tried to be. My friends didn't have any time for it, though, or my or my <laughs> girlfriend now wife. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I could definitely see that. But no, you made a, a great point there in the fact that you know it, when we're in high school, we think that there's a lot going on, right? Like life is pretty chaotic. Uh, everything gets us stressed out right and as we grow older you just realize you you find kind of a, a healthier balance of like what's actually important and what actually stresses people out and whatnot in high school you're just kind of in this box right so yeah it, it naturally does change with just the experiences that you gain as you grow up um but it's interesting like how your perspective can kind of change too right something that was such a, a big deal in high school um or maybe really hurt or, or affected you when you look back and, and you look at all the things that you've been through now as an adult, um, that's pretty eye-opening just to see that different perspective and how much you actually grew from that thing possibly. So I'm always interested, you know, we never really know the, the backstory be, behind these answers that these kids gave, uh, but that's kind of the fun of it too, is, is trying to dive in and learn and, and see what that perspective looks like. So I'm, I'm right with you. It is interesting how that changes over time. So that kind of leads us to the next question here. Um, you know, when you when you look at being proud of someone or something, or or just pride in general, we think of it as just a very broad term. Are there different kinds of being proud, and how so? Yeah, I guess right away my mind goes to almost to departmental departmentalize it into like personal and professional a little bit and. I think those things should intertwine a lot more than they do. I think your professional life should be kind of a mirror of your personal life, but um, I kind of think of it in, in those terms, but also in, in different tiers too. Like there's simple little tasks that we can be proud of too. Like in my coaching program, I talk a lot about just, you know, little wins and counting little victories, you know, that's what we call them. And our podcast is named The Little Things because we focus on little things in life too, right? So there's being proud of those little things too, but also realizing that those lead to bigger and bigger accomplishment and bigger things, right? Like the little things in life are the big things, right? So we can be proud um, in different levels and in different tiers that way too. Um, I think about it, you know, with family, um, relationships, significant others, like your friendship circle and, and what that looks like, you know, just being proud in, in the way that you're showing up for those people and for yourself over time. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'm going to probably piggyback off you quite a bit here, but just the the little things and not to, to take them for granted. I think a lot of times we look at these huge goals that we have, and, and to, to accomplish those goals, I mean, it, it, it's very prideful. People would be very proud of you for accomplishing those things, but we miss the boat on how we get there. And actually, the journey of that and the hard work that takes to get there is something that people should be more proud of. You know, I, I kind of look on the athletic side of things. You get a kid that goes out and hits, you know, scores 30 in a game. You know, they they just, you know, they're they're good player, but they they're not they're not big scores. And then they go out and they just get it done, score 30 points for you, and 
I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm super proud of you. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, like, they score 30 points. They've been crushing it all year. They've been one of the best teammates we have. They worked their tails off in practice. Like, this kid deserves it. I'm not proud of them scoring 30 points. I'm proud of them that they just stuck their nose into it. They were good teammates. And and people rally around that kind of stuff, you know. People that achieve at a high level, you get more out of what how the other people respond to that accomplishment. That goes to show you of what kind of person this is and, and what, what their journey is, what they are behind closed uh, doors, their character. That's going to say a lot more about what that person, that guy, that gal comes from than the actual accomplishment. But I think our society is not focused on that at all, and it's a huge problem. They're focused on the 30-point score. Oh, yeah, great. Like We won by 50. <laughs> that 30 points didn't even really matter. Um, so I guess I, I got a different look on it. But if, if people would just take the time to focus on, on how a lot of the people got to where they are today. And and we we acknowledge the hard work rather than the actual achievement. I mean, can you imagine what this what society would be like? No, I can't because it definitely stuff isn't seen that way these days. It seems like, or it's less focused on, like you mentioned. And I I appreciate that viewpoint too. And it's interesting, you know. Obviously, both of us come from athletics and kind of having that background. Um, it, it sparked another thought too, which I'd love to share, and then we can move on. But you spoke about athletics and maybe where this kid was coming from, right? And that seeming like a big deal. Um, there's. Uh, I listen to some podcasts of his every now and then. His name is Andrew Huberman. And he talked about that sense of accomplishment, like when people get there from a professional standpoint. And he laid it out so well because he was talking about dopamine and like the sense of accomplishment, right? And there's been, he was talking about this in the, the podcast I listened to, but there's been unlimited studies about people who set these huge audacious goals, um, certain amounts of money they want to make certain titles that they want to have at their job, right? And they surveyed these people once they accomplished these things, right? And after that rush of dopamine, after that rush and that sense of accomplishment, a couple of weeks later, they were back to their old selves and they were just like very neutral and just kind of blah about life again because everything that had been leading up to that thing, they thought like the sense of accomplishment was going to be the mountaintop, right? But to your point, it's about the dest. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about enjoying that process and going through the ups and downs, right? And you see it all the time, right? Everyone talks about, you know, like making so much money and living in the big house on the beach and whatnot, and just having these dreams, right? And then they get there, and these super uber successful people are still unhappy, right? Because they they lost that sense of fun, like in the journey and in the process. And I think you're kind of talking about that there but that's a long-winded story of of saying that the fun is within kind of that process and being prideful of those little things and, and the moments along the way not just the destination so that was well put thanks and that leads us a little bit to why do we need it that might seem like a such a simple question we touched on it briefly but like why do we need to be prideful and proud of ourselves and our accomplishments i think it's what we reach for you know, when we're we're in a pit, when we're when we're struggling, it's self-esteem essentially, is having pride in in what you do. And you look at the successful people in life, 
a lot of them are not lacking pride, you know, they've got quite a bit of pride, and rightfully so, um, everyone deserves that sense, that sense of pride, it, it pushes you to the next thing, you know, we talk about getting the little things accomplished, and, and those that are able to relish those little things, those small achievements, and to build themselves up, eventually get to a point in their life where they're able to achieve these big goals they've got a good circle of support they know how to reach out to those people and and allow them to push them to be better i mean i i do think in our lives to be successful we need pride so why do we need it if you want to find success you got to have it and not just professionally I think when you say the word success, people are think, well, how much money are they making? Mm-hmm. What kind of job do they got? No. You, I mean, take pride in your family. Geez, that's hard work. There's some days where it's like, ah, you know, pull your hair out, you know. But take pride in what you've accomplished there and just being present. Um, take pride in your hobbies. You know, you spend time doing those. Are you good at them? Do you enjoy them? Is the end product a good deal? Like, take pride in that and... I think it just helps you to enjoy life and and all the little things that go with it. Yeah, I think that's a great, great way of putting that. And you mentioned like be present. Like we talk about that all the time, right? We talk about being present in the moment and enjoying those little things. Like that is absolutely huge. And we, we need that because we need to be proud of those little things, right? We can be really hard on ourselves. We've talked about that a lot on our podcast about just how hard we can be on ourselves, right? And talk down on ourselves and, and kind of lose that self-confidence and self-worth a little bit. But the way that we kind of reverse that, you you kind of got to form a habit of like kind of watching out like how you talk about yourself, right? And, and being consistent about it and showing up for yourself. I think that's super important. But those are like all little minute tasks, like day-to-day stuff, right? A lot of times we don't focus on those little things and that's what kind of gets us into a rut. So we need to stack up and be proud of those little things. I think that's super, super important for us. Now we're going to put the uh, pedal to the metal here and you get to, uh, to be the first one, but I get to be the first one. You bet the burning question. What are you most proud of? <laughs> you would uh, enable me to answer this first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so gracious of you. Um, a lot of things. Uh, I'm proud of a lot of things. Um, one of the things that that comes to mind is, I, I the word that comes to mind is just resiliency. Um, I'm proud of kind of just everything that I've been through throughout life and where it's led. Um, I put my head down and got through some tough times, and I'm proud of the the way that I came out the other side. So I'm super proud of that. Um. I'm just proud of like the way that I show up every day. Trust me, I have really, really bad days too. Really bad days, right? I think there's that connotation out there that positive people or whatnot, like they're just positive all the time, right? And life is all sunshine and rainbows. That's just not the case. I have really, really crappy days too, but I try to be mindful of that and like how I'm showing up each and every day, right? For the people around me myself for work and just like try to be as present as possible and and have kind of a an outlook right an outlook of of moving forward like you mentioned so um yeah those are a few things just off the top of my head did that answer your question it's perfect spot on i think (laughs) 
Perfect. I got to hear from you, though. What are you most proud of, Mitch? I can't pass. <laughs> no, there's no pass card on this question. I didn't know. Um, figured I'd ask. Um, I would say what I'm most proud of is what we, what, you know, without, with the help of many other people, but what I've created is an environment of, of trust, understanding, and just strong relationships, um, in my house, uh, with friends, with family. And, and it, and it takes time. Um, you got to, I mean, you got to be genuine. I I often think, you know, looking at different households and things of, you know, how how lucky I am that I've got what I have, uh, and it and it takes work. But, I mean, when you love the people around you, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's a lot of work. But there's days just like you said, they're tough, um, and you got to push through them. But just, God, you look when you're. 14, 15 years old, what's what's life going to be like in 15, 20 years? What do I want? You know, people always ask, like, what do you want? What do you want to be when you grow up? What what do you want? And, you know, kids that kind of got their head on straight, you know, they say, I want a healthy family, a good paying job where I can support a family. But until you live it, it's like, no, this is pretty cool, <laughs> you know, but you have no idea what that takes. You say it because it sounds good and that, that you you might actually want that, but um, you're living it now, like, it was a journey to get there. Um, choices had to be made, sacrifices had to be made, and it makes us so much better, so much better. Love that. That was well put. You mentioned something else that I think is circles up nicely with just the conversation that we've had in this episode and the fact that it is about relationships, right? At the end of the day, like you've built a, a strong foundation on that by just building relationships and, and building that trust and that rapport, not only with your own family, but with, with the community in Florence and the impact that you're having in Watertown and the speaking gigs that you do, like you're impacting people from that, but that just comes down to the relationships that you've built, right? And like, that's, you know, we've talked about it before too, but experiences and relationships and, and the people you share with. And I think you, you nailed that one, Mitch. Well done. Thanks. Well done. Worked hard at it. I mean, I had it wrote up here. I just read off a script anyway. Well, this guy, this guy wrote a book. I don't know if you guys know. He, he wrote a book and uh, a lot stemmed from it. So that, uh, although he said that, that was obviously very genuine. But, uh, yeah, definitely had a script in front of you. Hold Thanks, on. man. Thank you. <laughs> you want to bring us home, Mitch? I suppose. I can do that. Uh, before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. We read some shout-outs as well. Um, lots to talk about here, Jake. Um, I, I just thought about this through the way. Before we even get going here, you'd mentioned uh, your speaking or not your speaking, excuse me, but your coaching gig. You want to tell the folks a little bit, maybe even how they get a hold of you? Uh, pretty cool deal, man. Sure. It's been great. Um, yeah, we haven't been on for a while, have we? <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as some of you may know, um, I did have uh, my own life coaching business and still do. Um, but I learned, and they don't tell you this when you're opening up a business, but you have to do everything, including all the 
the back end work, which was a lot of work for me. So um, I found a, a company to partner with, and it's been really tremendous. So I do um, sales and leadership coaching now for a company called Southwestern Consulting. It's been absolutely great. Um, I'm basically just helping people grow, and I've really expanded on that. Um, I'm coaching people you know, in Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, Missouri, um, here in Sioux Falls. Absolutely great. And just being, helping people reach not only their professional goals, but their personal goals too, and helping, helping kind of turn around that, that mindset and, and confidence. It's, it's been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. So, um, yeah, you can reach me on my cell. You can reach me on, on Facebook. If you want to shoot me a message, my email is jneeland at southwesternconsulting.com. But yeah, I would be happy to answer any questions and, it's just it's been a great experience so far to, to kind of not only be able to be a life coach, right, but to, to just help people grow. That's all I want to do at the end of the day is just help people grow. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate the opportunity, but uh, would love to answer any questions if anyone has any. Sweet deal. You know, and we talked a little bit about our, our following from Wisconsin. Special thank you to those folks that – took the uh, extra steps to to reach out and and hear what we have going on here and had a good following there um you know we had talked about it uh, at the end of season four and we're, we're still at it uh, the details are are pretty well worked out but there's just a few kinks we got to get worked out the coffee jake you want to tell the listeners a little bit about that we love uh when i say we i mean i love my coffee you drink enough for both <laughs> of us young man as you know but uh yeah, we're really excited. I know we've mentioned on previous episodes, but we're partnering with uh, Cool Beans up in Brookings. Um, Kurt Osborne over there, great, great guy and a great establishment that he's got there um, on the main Dragon Brookings. So, yeah, we're coming out with our, our own brand of coffee, the Little Things Podcast Coffee. So be look out, have a look out for that announcement and, and the ability to pick that up hopefully uh, by the end of next month here. But just really excited about that, especially me. I know I'm going to have unlimited bags and take cups and whatever else I can get from Kurt. So, uh, yeah, little things, uh, coffee, really looking forward to that partnership with Kurt and Cool Beans. Yeah, and reach out to us. I mean, we've got an email address that we check. I would like to say regularly, but I checked it once and there was a lot in there. So I don't know, Jake, how much you check it. But uh, we we definitely look at it. I want to incorporate some comments and things like that. So uh, get us an email. Jake, what's that email again? thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. Love to hear it. Comments from our listeners are brought to you by Midwest Medical. Midwest Medical Service is a family-owned medical supply and equipment company. They're located in Watertown, South Dakota. Their reputation has been built on 30-plus years of customer service and sheer hard work. They specialize in sleep apnea, home oxygen, home modifications, on-site service repair, and much more. The three P's were used to build their family business, people, product, and process. Special thank you from your friends at The Little Things. Any last comments, Jake? Yeah, enjoyed just hopping back on. I'm really excited for season five and the the conversations that we're going to have. It's great to catch up, too. Uh, Been getting razzed by quite a few different people wondering when we're going to hop on our next podcast. So we're, uh, we're here and we're ready to roll in season to reconnecting with you guys. So stay tuned. Got a boy, a lot of fun tonight. So 
Tune in for the next episode. The question, what is something you're most proud of? The answer to that question, my family. This is Mitch. And Jake. Signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase Cardboard Confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.